guys, it's Miss Fashanta, and I am back with a brand new episode. On this episode, I'll be talking to Amaya Davis. So let's go ahead and get started. Hi. <laughs> Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm good. How's your day been? It's been a little crazy. It's been good. It's gearing up for the holiday. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm doing good. Thank you for asking. So I'm so excited to talk to you. I um have a bunch of questions. Of course, of course, no problem. I'm gonna go ahead and get started. Um, I love everything you're doing, and I would love to know, like, you know, how did you arrive to this, you know, career choice of being a publicist? Like, how did it all start for me from my beginning to now? Uh, it's been a wild ride. <laughs> um, <laughs> I grew up actually always wanting to be a sportscaster, um, and I wanted to pursue journalism for a long time, broadcast journalism. Um, but mm-hmm. in high school, um, I, I'm from Maryland, so in high school in Maryland, I had the opportunity to shadow the media relations department of the Baltimore Ravens. Um, mm-hmm. So I really fell in love with, like, being behind the scenes and just, like, how media relations worked and how they were kind of a representation or, like, really responsible for the representation of an organization to the public, and I thought that was really fascinating. Um, so after I kind of had that, like, shadowing experience in high school, I did a lot of research and thought it would be, like, a really good path for me. Instead of being kind of on camera and at the forefront, I really, like, liked the idea of being behind the scenes. Um, Mm -hmm. So from there, I applied to universities with good communication and PR programs, and I ended up at the amazing University of Maryland. Um, And so when I was there, I really uh, wanted to, like, get my feet wet, like, right away. I think I had had internships and, like, jobs, like, since, like, my first semester I started at school. Um, So I really Mm -hmm. wanted to kind of get my, like, hands dirty and learn the industry um, I always knew that music and sports were my two big passions, but during my time in college, I really focused on trying different types of verticals of PR because I just wanted to make sure, like, this is, like, what I want to do. Um, mm-hmm. So while I was in college, I did a lot of sports stuff, um, and I, after college, as kind of like a part-time job, I worked um, game days for the New York Giants and kind of did PR stuff for them. But through that experience, I really realized that I wanted to pursue music full-time from a work perspective. Um, mm-hmm. So but prior to that in college, I freelanced, wrote a lot for hip-hop blogs and websites. So I really wanted mm-hmm. to strengthen my writing background because it's so important in PR. So I kind of uh, did that while I was in college as well as doing PR internships. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, New York is a major PR hub, so I always knew that I would end up being in New York um, so I got mm-hmm. my foot in the door initially. After college, I worked at a small peer agency, and there I worked like entertainment clients, fashion, beauty. I was kind of all, uh, did, did it all. And then afterwards, I worked in magazine PR. I had the opportunity to work for my mentor, who was great, and I soaked up as much as I could, you know, working with her. Um, and then I was kind of like, okay, like I need to really pursue what I'm passionate about and get involved in music. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I kind of paid my dues initially, got my foot in, in the door, and then from then I kind of was like, all right, I need to really focus on music. So mm-hmm. That's amazing. Sounds like a long journey, but I'm not, I know you're happy at where you're at now and where you're going to be going. So I'm very excited for you. And oh, thank um, you. I know, you're welcome. Now, I want to ask you as well, um, now what separates you in your opinion from others in your field, and, you know, how do you build a strong relationship with your clients? 
Um, I'm a very hard worker. I work really, really hard, <laughs> and I'm definitely a go-getter. Um, you know, and I hate to be that person, but I feel like the younger generation, not to be like, oh, I'm so old because I'm not, but <laughs> I do find that, like, the younger generation does, they don't really have the same, like, worth ethic of people my age, just simply for the fact that I think we came up, like, in a time when the job market was really, really tough, and we were mm-hmm. terrified that we weren't going to find a job or we were going to have a really hard time finding jobs. So I think we had to work super hard, and it was super competitive, and of course it is now, but I think that, you know, the economy is a lot better and the workforce, you know, there's a lot more opportunities and things like that. So I just feel like it was a different time of, like, really having to grind and, like, you were always, like, competing and having to work really hard. So I feel like that was kind of just ingrained in me, kind of in my young professional life. Um, mm-hmm. And I think a lot of that also just came from, you know, what my parents always instilled in me, just to be, like, a tiger in town and so just, like, always work really hard. Um, mm-hmm. And for me, it was never really an option for me to go back home. Sorry, Mom and mm-hmm. Dad. Um, but <laughs> I, I wanted to live in one of the most expensive cities in the world, so I just haven't stopped working really hard. And uh, I think on the client and the artist side, um, I try to be relatable. I, you know, I know this industry, I know music, and I know what makes artists feel comfortable. So I just think having that mm-hmm. like relatability to them and stuff um, really helps to kind of strengthen my relationships with them and things like that. Um, I'm a communicator in every form of my life. I like to talk. And to be a publicist, that's really important when establishing relationships with different writers and bookers and all that stuff, and the artists as well. So I think just keeping communication open, you know, being, you know, I try to be as much, you know, always available to the people that I work with um, because I don't ever want to be that person who takes days to respond or anything like that because I know how, urgent and timely things are for people. So, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> And also, now for those who are considering this field, what skill sets do you recommend mastering first? Um, to be a publicist, you have to be a good communicator, like I said, and outgoing. I mean, we're constantly communicating, you know, all day, every day with the artists, with management, with writers, with bookers. Um, and our relationships with media partners are literally our biggest asset. It's all about who you know, who you have good relationships with that can help you get really good places for your artists. And these writers mm-hmm. and these bookers like, look to us and they trust in us to, you know, when we bring them an artist, they're trusting in us that's a good artist or, you know, or, you know, they think that we think that they're great and so they want to cover them and things like that. Um, mm-hmm. So I really think that's super important. Um, being a strong writer is another really important skill. We email constantly with people we've never met before. Like, I have relationships with writers and stuff that I've been working with for years, and I've never met them. So it's just, like, you mm-hmm. have to just kind of be a good writer and be able to navigate, like, over email. Um, and I think creativity is another important skill. Uh, you really sometimes have to find unique angles about an artist or a client just to make them appealing to press, especially if they're brand-new artists, you know, mm-hmm. These writers are getting bombarded with emails and pitches all day, every day. So you have to just find a creative way to kind of get their attention and Mm -hmm. think of a cool, unique angle. Yeah, and also, in your opinion, what are, like, some common mistakes that aspiring publicists make that maybe they cannot make (laughs) by giving your advice, by listening to your advice that you're going to give? Yeah. Um, I would say just you know, you have to work and, you know, just thinking that you can get by by doing the minimum is not a great 
outlook and sometimes you really have to stalk these writers and these bookers and you're emailing, you're doing 20,000 follow-ups, you're calling, leaving them, you know, voicemails, texting them, DMing them, like you're begging them for lunch. Like you really have to like be really persistent. Um, and writing is another thing so important in PR and it's important to be able to craft a really strong pitch. So I think that that's another kind of like people, you know, go into PR thinking that they're not going to be writing a lot or anything like that. And that's like a huge, like, nope, you're going to be writing all the time. Um, mm-hmm. And I think just a lot of people will go into PR just thinking that they can, you know, do whatever vertical PR. But I always say that being a publicist is like being a lawyer in a way. You have to truly like mm-hmm. and be supportive of what you're representing or it can make your job mm-hmm. super dreadful. If you're not enjoying mm-hmm. what you're, you know, what you're doing, what you're representing, you know, like I could never sell, like do, you know, PR for like pharmaceuticals. I, it would be awful. <laughs> like, so <laughs> I think that, um, you know, obviously you want to get your foot in the door, but it's really important in PR to, um, you know, work in a vertical that you really enjoy. And so I think trying different types of PR in college to make sure that an avenue is the right one for you is super important. Mm-hmm. I like how you said that. I never looked at it that way. Like, you're right, because technically it's almost like being a lawyer. Like, you're representing someone and you have to make sure. Yeah, I like how you put that. I never, ever thought about that. <laughs> Literally, I never yeah. thought about that before. Like, how you put that. Yeah, you're so right. Yeah. And also, um, was there anyone that inspired you, you know, throughout your journey growing up or even now? Yeah, um, I definitely would say my sister and my parents for sure. Um, and they still, they still inspire me. You know, my dad, he's a kid from Baltimore. He like worked so hard for us, so, like for mm-hmm. our family. And he became, you know, an amazing doctor and he, you know, he worked all the time and, you know, we grew up seeing him and his work ethic and him working all the time. And, you know, he was on call really often and, you know, he would go days without sleeping and he would still be, you know, at our sporting events and, he would be outside with us teaching us how to ride our bikes and, you know, dedicating his Sunday to, like, teach us how to read and write and, you know, all these things, which is such a blessing. Um, and, you know, my mom drilled it in us to be assertive and to be outgoing, strong women, and I think she, you know, she really hammered it into our brains to not let people take advantage of us and to speak up and to be ourselves. So, you know, they both have been so impactful and are just two people I really look up to um, and inspire me, of course, and my sister, she's, you know, she's my best friend, and she's, like, a real boss. She runs OprahMag.com, and she's 31 mm-hmm. years old. So it's like, you know, I have really big shoes to follow, and, you know, and but, you know, she inspires me all the time because she just, like, keeps winning and keeps being a boss, and I love it. Oh, so cute. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and also I want to ask you as well, um, I everyone's this question because everyone has different opinions and I think it's very cool just to hear everyone's opinions on it. Do you think that mentorships or internships are needed in order to pursue a career in entertainment? Yes. I think it's imperative. Um, you know, it comes to a point now where we'll get interns resumes and they'll apply and they'll have zero intern experience or zero music industry experience. And we're mm-hmm. like, how? Like, how is that? But at the same time, it's like, duh, these interns need people to take chances on them because they're young interns. They're trying to get their foot in the door, just like we all have to at one point. But it does go to show how, you know, all everyone's doing internships, and now it's kind of looked down upon if you, if you don't have intern experience. 
So it just shows how important it is to do that. And also just for personal, you know, for your own personal well-being, like getting, I mean, I, you know, college is great and I learned a lot, but all the things that I have learned have or were, you know, from actual experience, from my internships, like that is what prepared me for the work world, not really college. So um, mm-hmm. I think just getting that experience is super, super important. And having mentors is, you know, also just having that guidance and people to help you, like mold you as a, as a professional and help you along the way. And, um, you know, I, I've had some of the most amazing mentors who have guided me in my like lowest, scariest moments where I was like, what, is it? what am I doing? Like, what's next? Um <laughs> So, and I love to mentor others, too, and help them and pay it forward as well because, you know, everyone needs help. It actually um, leads me into, like, you know, not my next question, but I want to ask you as well, like, piggybacking off of what you just said. So for those who are actually wanting to be mentored by you, how can they do so? Yeah, um, you can definitely email me. And my email is amaya, A-M-A-I-Y-A, at amayadavis.com. Um, so definitely email me, like add me on Instagram, you can slide into my DMs. Like I, mm-hmm. I'm very open to that because I just want to, you know, I think it's super important for, you know, people to have mentors and people in their lives. So I can, even if it's just like, I have all these really random questions, can you help me, like, you know, can you help navigate this for me, whatever. So, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and also, what do you like love most about what you do? And do you have like, a favorite memory that you have, you know, that you have so far throughout your journey that you'll never, ever forget? Um, I think, I think a moment, there's been a, there's been a, you know, little moments on the way, like getting a New York Times piece or like booking a TV for an artist. Those are really great and like, you know, exciting moments. Um, But I think the biggest kind of moment for me, and this is like, me kind of recently digesting this, but, you know, I am 27, I'm a brown woman, and I am a head of a department at a major music label, and I think that, Mm -hmm. you know, being my age, being a brown woman, like, that's a really big step, and, you know, it it happened, and, you know, we're kind of just always on the go, and life moves so quickly, and things are constantly happening, you know, so sometimes I just don't stop to reflect on the things that I have going on, and I think that that is something that we recently I've really kind of, like, taken in and been like, wow, like, you know, I'm doing something mm-hmm. really great. Um, you know, and as publicists, we're pushing out and juggling, you know, a roster of 15 to 20 artists, and we're, as soon as we think that we're going to see the light, like, something else crazy happens, and, you know, we're always kind of moving, so sometimes we don't take the time to reflect or, like, revel in the moment, and so that is something mm-hmm. that I am working on and something that I have recently, like, started to kind of really do. Mhm. And also, do you think that it is harder for women to succeed in the music world um, in a career such as yours? Yes, for sure. It's a very male-dominated industry. Um, more women are coming to the forefront now, which I think is mm-hmm. great. And we know we're seeing more women kind of taking these leadership roles, which is super inspiring. But when you look at, like, the numbers, it's like, and you look at these heads of these departments, like mm-hmm. very few, you know. Um, so I think that it's definitely a process of women are really, really breaking it. And and honestly, like behind everything is women. Like if you look at, like, you know, the publicists and people running the marketing and doing the product managers, and like they're all, it's like you always like, see so many women involved. 
and these artists, mm-hmm. and oftentimes they don't get the recognition or the shine that they deserve. I do think that mm-hmm. it's shifting a little bit, but we have a long, long, long way to go. Um, mm-hmm. And because it's a male-run industry, it's like, you know, just having to be really careful as a woman, like navigating that and not letting people take advantage of you um, and things like that. But I do think that it's starting to shift a little bit. We just got a little ways to go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and also, what advice can you give to those out there who are constantly being told no and may be afraid of the word no but wanting to pursue a career such as yours or maybe they may be in college or maybe they're like a starting a business and they just want to basically go into entertainment but they are they're scared of hearing the word no because they've been told no so many times and they're just scared of the word no. Right. I mean it's you can't let no be the end all be all. One of my mentors, um she, I was interning in college, and she told me, like, are you sure that you want to do PR because you're going to be hearing the word no a lot, and it can be really defeating. And I was like, well, that's exactly why I want to be a publicist. Um, you know, I want to turn people's no's into yeses. And, uh, you know, you just can't be afraid. Like, it's part of, you know, the job of hearing no from writers and bookers and things like that. Um, but your job is to convince people why it should be a yes. And whether it's receiving no's from, you know, employers who are saying, you know, you're applying for jobs and you keep getting rejected or whatever it is, you just have to keep working and grinding until you make it a yes. And it mm-hmm. will happen. You just have to, like, put in the work. And it's not it's not easy by any means. It's a super comp- competitive industry. It's a grind. There were many a days where I was, like, come home crying from work and, you know, you feel mm-hmm. defeated and all these things. But sometimes you have to take a step back and be like, all right, I'm working towards something that I want, and you can't let no ever get in the way of that. If you want something, you have to work towards it and make it a yes. I agree. (laughs) And also, I know you're very busy, Um, but what do you like to do, like, on your day just off or, like, relaxing? What do you like to do for fun or to relax? Uh, I love to travel. I think traveling is super good for the mind, body, and soul. Um, I try to plan, like, a couple trips a year. Um, I think it's a good way to just completely unplug and to just experience new culture. And I think sometimes we get so caught up in our work lives and work is like we spend more work, more time at work than we do anywhere else, which is crazy. Um, and so you get mm-hmm. so sucked into that life that you forget there's like a whole world out there. So I think travel is super important and for me um, and it's something that I love to do. And it's like relaxing for me. It's also just exciting to like learn about new cultures and stuff. Um, I'm also a grandma and I crochet. <laughs> um, <laughs> it sounds super old, but it's really relaxing and it unwinds like my mind. It takes my mind off of things. I like to read, um, and it's been you know a little hard to like find time to read, which is really sad. But I've been forcing myself to read more, and it's actually just been great for me. Um, mm-hmm. and I love just to like light my candles, watch my shows, relax, and with my friends, go out. You know, try, I'm trying to juggle it off. I know you just said you like to read. Do you have, like, any books that maybe we should be reading <laughs> or we should be looking out for that maybe uh, that can we may like? <laughs> yeah. Well, I haven't started yet, but I'm going to be reading Michelle Obama's um, book, The Coming. Oh, so I'm yeah. super excited. Yeah, I've heard amazing things about it. I, and it's obviously just like, oh, Michelle Obama's amazing. 
Yeah. Um, I am currently reading Circe, which is a really great book. It's kind of Greek mythology, but the way it's, it's beautifully written and it's very like easy to understand, and it's just a great story. Um, and then another book that I want to start is Little Fires Everywhere. I've heard great things about that as well, um, but I have not started it yet. And then I read American Marriage, which is also great. Um, mm-hmm. It's kind of like a controversial book, but it was really good. Um, so, yeah. I'm going to have to check those out. I definitely am looking forward to Michelle Obama's book. I really, really am. Yeah. So, yeah. But, yeah. And also, last but not least, what type of impact do you want to make, not only in the music industry, but just in general, like globally, like in life, you know? Yeah. Uh, I just want to be someone, I guess, who – I want to be someone who people professionally look up to. Um, I just want to help people, and I am, like, a dreamer at my core. And, you know, I love that my job – my dream job, which I'm working in, which is a blessing – is to help other people's dreams come true. And so mm-hmm. it's a really special thing, and that's something that I just want to continue doing. And I want to help people reach their dreams and help them navigate through this crazy life of ours. Um, but, yeah, I just want to be able to help people and keep working on my brand and my craft and all that good stuff. That sounds cool, and I wish you so much like success with everything you're doing. I think you're amazing, thank you. and thank you for thank taking you, the time you. out of your busy schedule to talk to me. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. No, of sure. course, no so much. problem. And for those who have tuned in, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode with Amaya Davis. She is just so amazing. And you guys, don't forget to follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Miss Fashanta.